reverse slope. A woman sat alone on a chair by a window. Outside, there were the sounds of children playing, a dog barking, sirens, and a biplane passing overhead. Beams of sunlight rained down through the glass window, streaming into the room. A lone June bug crawled around the corpses of its fallen brethren before taking off and colliding with the glass pane with a soft thud. The beetle fell, then laid stunned on its back. The woman stared at it before a low, male voice spoke as if he were in the other room. I know the real you, he said. As she jumped, there was a knock on the door. She stood up from her chair and went to answer it. She opened the door. Before her stood a tall man in a tan suit. Georgina, the man said as he took off his hat. Dr. Berkeley, Georgina greeted him. How are you, he asked as he entered the building. How are you, she replied. Please, come in. Georgina held the door open and stepped aside. I hear you're the finest, she said as he entered with his head in his hands. She shut the door and locked it. So they say, Dr. Berkeley said as he followed her to the sitting room. Dr. Mavidi recommended you see me. I hear you've been having visions and hearing things. Yes, Georgina said. They've been getting worse, too. They sat alone in a room filled with porcelain dolls. You live alone, he asked. No, she replied. Ah, good. I have a cat. Georgina began clicking her tongue loudly. No cat came. Here, copy, 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 she cried out. Here, girl. There was dead silence. Hmm, she uttered. Guess she's shy. So, tell me how you've been lately, he said. There's a voice, she said. A low one, like a man's. Uh-huh, he said, nodding slightly. And what does he say? She winced. She winced, remembering some of the more hurtful things she's heard. Mean things. Mean things, he asked. Like what? It's your fault, she said. All your fault. They say things that make me feel. I've done something bad, she said. Something really bad. I feel like that's why I'm here, she said. Here, he asked. You mean this town? No, she replied. This house. Maybe this earth. She rubbed her arm. Everyone blames me, she said before she blinked. Because it was me, she said in a moment of clarity. I brought it here. There was a long pause as he released a hand from his hat and reached in with it. You were, Georgina, but I assure you that it is not us that is perpetrating this retaliation. It's all my fault, she gasped, suddenly remembering. She sobbed at the gravity of the realizations. You can't just blame yourself, he continued as he grabbed a mind wiper in his hat. But that's just it, she said. It's not just me that does. She looked up at Dr. Berkeley, who had one hand in his hat. It's everyone else, too, she said. Isn't it, Doc? He depressed a button on the mind wiper, sending out small electrical pulses from the chip inside Georgina's head. The chip paralyzed her body, overloaded her senses, and wiped the last few seconds from her memory. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today, Dr. Berkeley said. I have to go now. Lots more visits ahead of me. Yes, Georgina said. Of course. Dr. Berkeley stood up and walked towards the front door. I assure you, he said, these voices and hallucinations you've been experiencing are only in your head. Just ignore them as best you can. 
and take these pills. Dr. Berkeley pulled out a bottle of pills from his pocket. He held the bottle of pills out to her. She grabbed it from his hand. The psychiatrist placed his hat back upon his head and nodded at her. Good day, he said, as he left through the front door. Georgina closed the door and locked it. Then she turned around to hear. Absolute silence. <laughs>